Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Valentine's Day is here, which means nothing but love and respect on this week's podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Chad and Cheese Show, everybody. I'm your co-host, Joel Margaritaville Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Walgreens Sowash. On this week's show, Paradox Goes Visual, Paychecks Goes Where No Payroll Service Should Ever Go, and we have some thoughts on the Super Bowl ads. Hey, is that Drake from State Farm? You already know that Sovereign makes the world's best resume CV parser. But did you know that Sovereign also makes the world's best AI matching engine? Only Sovereign's AI matching engine goes beyond the buzzwords. With Sovereign, you control how the engine thinks. With every match, the Sovereign engine tells you what matched and exactly how each matching document was scored. And if you don't agree with the way it scored the matches, you can simply move some sliders to tell it to score the matches your way. No other engine on earth gives you that combination of insight and control. With Sovereign, matching isn't some frustrating black box, trust us, it's magic, one-shot deal like all the others. No. With Sovereign, matching is completely understandable, completely controllable, and actually kind of fun. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. Talk about matching. The the matchup between KC and Tampa Bay was for shit. <laughs> I have one comment on that game. Yeah. Oh. Unless you're like me and took a flyer on nine to one for the yeah. Bucks to win it all about six weeks ago. Uh other than that, it was a pretty shitty game. <laughs> it was horrible to watch. I mean, it was horrible to watch. Although Although uh, for you, I- I'm not going to cry because no. you're, you're going to be in fucking Key West sometime soon. Are you going to like dress up in a hazmat suit to get your ass down there? Because I mean, you're not a young buck. <laughs> yes, we got to make so. sure <laughs> make sure you're good. If you're wondering why my middle name was Margaritaville this week, uh, first shout out for me goes to my my sister, my wonderful loving sister. Holly, who's on marriage number two, uh, tying the knot in Key West, marrying some dude named Mike. I'm kidding. I know who he is. Um, And uh, it's a pretty small ceremony. Uh, I'm flying down Saturday, staying through Tuesday. You're scared about me. My 81-year-old father and 78-year-old stepmother are attending. He he, he better be in a bubble. 
Yeah, yeah, that uh, you know, but he's Texas. He's from Texas, or he lives in Texas, and uh, he watches Fox religiously. So, as far as he's concerned, there is no virus. He'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. The, I'm glad that the double mask initiative is in play now. So, uh, I'm going to definitely double mask it up. I've promised my wife that if I if I stop at Shake Shack, <laughs> I will I will eat in a janitorial closet somewhere <laughs> near the bathroom. But yeah, I'm going to be as safe as possible. Um, I'm not hating the fact that I'm leaving the house for the first time in a year. Yeah, so a trip to New York City would probably be safer than uh to than one to Key West. So pray for Joel. Pray for Joel, everybody. Yes, we need. Joel in a bubble uh, for the next uh, just the, the long weekend. So uh, you won't be gone that long. <laughs> Bubbled linen pants because I'll be on a <laughs> on a beach tying the you know watching my sister tie the knot. Well, congrats to your sister. No matter what number she's on, that doesn't matter. Congrats to her. I, I mm-hmm. love how you like to to number these things. It's like look at this. It's number two. The first failure is already over. Cheesemans tend to stop it too. So I feel pretty good. <laughs> I feel pretty good about this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Christine will kill you before that happens. And she <laughs> has the forensics background to make sure that nobody knows that she did it. <laughs> Come on, man. Valentine's Day is coming. She's <laughs> It's all about this in our house, man. I'll tell you who I want to show some love to. Not just, I mean, obviously, I definitely want to show some love to to Julie, but uh, Walgreens, they they named Roz Brewer or Rosalind Brewer, chief operating officer from Starbucks as their new CEO. That means Roz Brewer, actually the only black female Mm-hmm. as a CEO in the Fortune 500. So that's a good start. Let's get more of that shit rolling. Now, also, can we get some shots in our arms? Walgreens, <laughs> Roz, can you make that happen, please? Uh, please. Yeah, this this uh, this shows a big shout out for women, I think. Uh, so I'm going to give a shout out quickly to, uh, to Bumble. Uh, talk, speaking of second marriages, uh, Bumble went <laughs> IPO today. And uh, the the founder there, female, 31 years old. She's the youngest CEO female ever to take a company public. Yeah, congrats to her. That's fantastic. Bumble Biz is sort of relevant, although I guess no one gives a shit. It's all it's, about yeah. dating. That's not really relevant. Uh, so, so continuing the 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 female talk here. Shout out to Zoe Zub. Jonathan Zub's daughter for hooking me up with some friendship bracelets that she made herself. She sold Mm -hmm. them and used the money to help local families in need over the holidays. Now that is bringing your kids up right. Good job, Zub family. I'm glad you finally have a friend. Uh, And friends of the show, real quickly, Josh Winwright of of Poontang, I mean, sorry, Pontoon and Victoria Conley of uh, of Philly. Uh, Works for ADP. Uh, they modeled some sexy, sexy T-shirts mm-hmm. this this week. Uh, they're sporting Chad and Cheese again. Sexy love theme of the week. So Valentine's. I mean, that's two Philly T-shirt shoutouts in the last two weeks. Emissary yeah. logos all over philly and and by the way if you're not using text to recruit welcome to 2021 kids and visit emissary.ai no doubt no doubt well shout out to dennis tupper we talked about him yesterday but he got his beer last night and boy is he excited uh dennis don't drink at all we're gonna have a little zoom tasting soon 
at least save a couple cans for the call, buddy. That's right. We had one last night with James Deenan, and uh, this is all brought to you by kids. Don't forget, Adzuna. Doug Monroe actually has an interview out there we did last week, I believe, mm-hmm. where we talk about Google Jobs antitrust. So go listen to Doug, then go to chadcheese.com slash free mm-hmm. and register for a t-shirt, beer drop. And we also have this whiskey thing that we're going to continue to do, right? Yeah, yeah. We got the uh, the Chad's choice and the cheese's choice. Yes. Of whiskey, we're bringing back the blockbuster tradition, and uh, Sovereign is sponsoring this because they hate everyone's liver. Apparently, every month we're going to pick a winner. They're going to get two bottles of your favorite whiskey, as well as one of my favorite whiskeys. I don't know how you beat that deal. Again, sign up at chadcheese.com/free to enter for a chance to win some brown water. It's awesome. It's two bottles of fucking whiskey for God's sakes. Good for you. Um, <laughs> I've got a rant. Are you done with your your shout outs? Because I've got to take a little time. It's time for catharsis and counseling right now. Ooh, you, f- you feel a little punchy? I'm ready, baby. Yeah, okay. Let's okay, go. Okay. So the Croker story from last week where they closed two locations in Southern California yep. where they, they wouldn't pay the additional $4 per hour for the, the essential employees that they have there, essential workers. Well, I did just some quick research because I was still kind of pissed about it and saw that Kroger's CEO makes over $14 million a year. So I screenshotted mm-hmm. that and I tweeted it at Kroger and just pretty much said Kroger won't pay added $4 per hour for essential employees, yet they will pay their CEO $14 million a year. Kroger replied, and of course, they didn't address the CEO's $14 million salary because they don't want to talk about that shit. They talked more about profitability. So Kroger's talking about profits, yet pay a single person more than 3,000 times that of an essential worker. Why do we call them essential workers? If they don't do what they do, does anything get done? But this no. old white dude sits in a fucking chair and yet he makes $14 million. Anyway, people stocking the shelves, doing the work, greeting customers. This is really, Kroger is the shining example of polishing a turd when it comes to inequality. So I got to know, dude, there's a Kroger like almost within walking distance of you. Are you boycotting Kroger there in Columbus? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to see. And this is the hard part, right? We've got we've got like the we used to have a marsh. We used to have like the smaller groceries. Yeah. Now, you know, we have Walmart in Kroger. So the the days of having the grocery around the corner, which was like the the family owned or what have you, Mm -hmm. those days are really gone from most of small town America. These are the hard choices that we have to make because we've got to get our groceries from somewhere. Look at you, man. Putting your mouth where your wallet is. And Julie doesn't shop at Amazon anymore, right? Yeah. Julie doesn't like to get out. That's (laughs) she's like, wherever I get, yeah, wherever I get it from, that's fine. Not to mention she loves the the Walmart pickup. So uh-huh. she will do everything online and just drive up. They throw it in the trunk and boom, you're gone. So she she loves that too. Do you, do you feel better after letting that off your off your chest? I do. Bit? I do. I do. I think I'm ready. Are you ready for topics? I'm ready for the news. 
Man, acquisitions galore this week. Uh, let's get to this one first. This one's a little baffling. Paychex, yes. or at least Lesser Group, the company that owns Paychex, yeah. acquired Impli or Imply. I think it's Impli, right? Although That's it's Etsy, it. so maybe Impli. Anyway, <laughs> Lesser Group bought Paychex 2018. Today or this week, they announced the acquisition of Impli. Impli is a fast growth. This is from them. Uh, full suite HR SaaS provider, including a- solutions for HR management, recruiting, onboarding, and learning management. Employees recognized as a rising leader with an HR solutions space in Denmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of the acquisition is growing into big markets like the U.S. and Germany. Com- uh, company has customers in 30 countries worldwide. Uh, the sale will accelerate growth throughout the country. Quote from the CEO, payroll customers in our main markets, Denmark and Germany, have expressed a need for advanced cloud-based HR solutions. So apparently there's a huge clamoring for payroll customers to get an ATS. Paychex sees the writing on the wall. We have all these individuals who are unemployed. That's going to flip. Recruiting is going to turn back on once we start getting shots in everybody's arms. So they see where the market's going to go. I don't want to hear this whole, we hear from our, our from our customers. I think that's bullshit. They see where the market's going. So to me though, it might seem odd. And I think to our listeners too, it might seem odd that when there are so many applicant tracking systems in the US that they could have acquired, but they buy a system across the pond in Denmark. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about a platform that's already Mm multi-language, not to mention it doesn't have as much leverage against it with funding as most of the the US platform. So if you think about it, a company like Paychex goes out, looks for a platform that they can use in multiple countries because Mm -hmm. obviously they have clients in multiple countries. And what can they plug in quickly that isn't incredibly leveraged at say like $100 million in funding from VC or what have you, right? Right. It seems smart and it seems easy, right? We talk all the time about one platform to rule them all, right? And have one one stop shop, make it easy. Uh-huh. But I can tell you the folks buying payroll services are likely not that involved with the recruiting side, the business or the candidate management side of the business. So I get the customer over, overflow or maybe being able to add customers, but it, it just seems like a round peg in a square hole to me. Although round pegs go through square holes, but not square holes through round holes. So work with me here. So that that's a little bit confusing. I just I, to me this feels like a forced platform play. Customers will probably be confused because the ones that are on an ATS aren't going to switch over to this ATS. The people on this ATS are not likely to move over to paychecks. So I don't know. The the jury's out on this one. I'm no I'm no payroll export expert, but this one seems a little bit strange to me. Yeah, it is interesting because they aren't the same decision makers. They're not mm-hmm. the same individuals who uh, adopt. Now, I, I do like the whole thought process. And again, I think this is one of the deals that works on paper. Mm-hmm. Overall, you're talking to two groups that really don't communicate or work together that much. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a handoff and the system hands off through an API and you're done. So we already have enough companies who have to use Workday. They're forced to use Workday 
Workday because uh, it's it's their ERP, right? It's their it's their downstream system. Yep. I don't know that paychecks or, or a payroll system can actually have that much force or leverage mm-hmm. to make uh, you know the ATS decision. Well, here's our second acquisition of the week that you might be more interested in. Uh, Recruiter.com acquires Scouted. Uh, Recruiter.com is a public company. I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh-huh. they are a, they're a pink sheet, a pink sheet penny stock, roughly trading at three dollars and thirty cents. If you're interested, you can find them at RCRT ticker symbol. They are an on-demand video-enabled and artificial intelligence hiring platform. Uh, they tout themselves as the world's largest network of recruiters, which is probably news to LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> but they've they've acquired they've acquired Scouted.io, a venture-backed tech startup focused on unlocking human potential by developing deep insights into candidates using video screening and AI-based scoring algorithms. Does it sound a little bit like Vervo? Maybe. Uh, scouted CEO and co-founder Jacqueline Loeb. This is a, a female uh, startup. Uh, both co-founders are, are females. I mentioned this was a female heavy a heavy show at the beginning. She said, quote, with Scouted's automated video and data forward approach to candidate onboarding, Recruiter.com can provide a turnkey experience that allows clients to tap more rapidly and more accurately into richly diverse talent pools. Terms were not disclosed. Founded in 2015, uh, Scouted only had a an undisclosed seed round, so this yeah. baby was was bootstrapped uh, since 2015. So good for them. This was probably a pretty nice payday. Uh, Recruiter.com paid for the acquisition primarily in restricted common stock. So you think so? Uh, can I revise that statement? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think this is a candidate data play. This is nothing like Vervo. This is uh, more of a back-end assessment. I need candidate insights, scouted pretty much. They, it seems like they get a ton of data from the candidates that actually use their system. That's awesome. Uh, but overall, the re- recruiter.com network in, in mm-hmm. itself, I think this is an, an an interesting data play overall. They want to be able to quickly match candidates to jobs, throw a recruiter on it, get a payday. I mean, they, they, there's they, there's some mechanics in here that actually make sense. But overall, do I think this impacts our industry as much as you know maybe LinkedIn adding a feature tomorrow? No. No, not at all. What surprised me was how much recruiter.com is pimping, you know, the quote unquote video enabled AI hiring platform because forever they've been a network of recruiters and they've been that for a really long time. Yeah, so this yeah. this to me is like, hey, let's get into some tech shit. Let's throw out some AI stuff and scout it is, is a nice little probably technology, uh, small team to acquire, uh, to bring on and and. And, and plug that in, hopefully, to their largest network of recruiters in the world. Don't tell LinkedIn they said that. <laughs> All righty. So uh, if are we are we bearish on both of those? It sounds like pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not. It's not that I'm bearish on Recruiter.com. I just don't yeah, know that see. this actually moves the industry at all. I think the, the the paychecks one is again. It's more funny when you look at it on paper yeah. uh, versus practicality. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of pin pushers checked out the paychecks deal before they went through. (laughs) All right, let's take a quick break and we'll talk some more video with Paradox. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating? 
manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> Seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text uh. kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> Are you prepared to engage the wave of returning job seekers? Whether you're struggling to fill high-volume hourly roles or looking for long-term full-time talent, your recruiting toolkit needs to be lean and mean as you adjust with fewer resources tighter budgets, and rapid hiring needs in a saturated and competitive market. You can count on Job AdX to be your force maximizer. Automate the details of your programmatic job ad distribution, candidate targeting, and budget management. Reach relevant candidates effortlessly across 200 sites in the U.S. and Canada. Simply upload a feed of your jobs and set your budget in less than five minutes. We do the rest. Getting an influx of applicants already that just aren't the right fit? JobAdX presents your jobs to targeted candidates based on their job preferences to get granular. Now your advertising spend can go towards more relevant candidates, not just more applicants. Send us a note today with your unique challenge to see how we can help you in the new state of recruiting. Make the next step forward and start your results-focused campaign now at JobAdX.com. That's J-O-B-A-D-X.com. Got another T-shirt announcement here, kids. I actually, j literally just got a message from what? Jarvis Carell. Apparently, we sent her a Chad and Cheese T-shirt. Yeah. She Hell said yeah. She, she's wearing it and uh, enjoys listening to the podcast religiously to stay up to date. That's right, yes. Jarvis. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Jarvis, not just an operating system, by the way. Looking good. Looking good, Jarvis. Well, you know what else is looking good? Candidates in Olivia, apparently. Uh, so this is one of our shreds. So listeners already know this, but chatbots are go... Oh, sorry. Conversational AIs <laughs> are going video, kids. Paradox, who, we, who we've talked about quite a bit on the show. We've mm -hmm. interviewed a lot of their employees. So you, you knew at some point the text messaging thing was cute. The automated chat bot was cute. But you knew they were going to go video at some point, And they finally have officially. Uh, they're not the, the mavericks in this. They're not the trailblazers. I'm, I'm sure Chad will talk about that. But they've added video. Uh, three, three primary uh, selling points of this is that as em employers can embed 
uh, videos within messages. So if you got a nice little employment branding video you want to throw in there to let a job seeker see, you can do that. And it plays within uh, the messaging app. Uh, you can also record uh, short video responses. Uh, this is the candidate to standard pre-screen uh, or have interview questions from there. So if you want to like have an automated, hey, uh, videotape yourself this answer and and uh, and then we'll we'll pre-screen you uh, through that. And then lastly, uh, they have hosted video and they've also integrated with Zoom, Microsoft Teams, Skype, WebEx, Blue Jeans, um, and a few others that are integrated. I'm sure you're bullish on this, right? Video beyond chatbots. Oh yeah, no, I, okay. I I'm totally biased because I'm friends with Adam Godson, and I think yeah. he's like one of the smartest people in the industry. I think it's between him. I consider you and, a friend too, Adam. Just so you know, and Quincy Valencia, who's the queen of chatbots mm-hmm. or conversational AI, whatever. Yeah, I think I think we take a look at this right, and we're talking about inline video answering, which is different than actual lightweight connectors for. Uh, video interviewing mm-hmm. and the higher views of the of like you know they've been around for like what 10 years or so quite a while yeah they high, so higher views been around for a while they built a platform from the ground up and that was great 10 you know years ago but today there's not a need for that right we have zoom we have all these different platforms that companies are already using. It's a part of their routine today, right? Uh, And instead of forcing a recruiter or a hiring manager into a new technology or a platform that they don't even know, they have to get trained up on, they have to adopt, they have to use, why not just use what their their existing platforms are Mm -hmm. and create connectors between those two so that you don't have to go through all of that crazy friction. And that is what Paradox did. So I know like it was one of the things that that Talk Push did back, you know, a few years ago. And and I think that companies like Paradox will continue to do things like this instead of trying to build platforms from the ground up. Because right now, if you think about it, what kind of technical debt is HireVue going to have to go through to keep their shit up to date rather than being a connector type of platform per se that just brings together all the platforms you're already using and make those a much it, just a, a much more seamless process. Yeah. Yeah. I had a note here that says, does higher view go downstream? And when you think about the incumbents and when they see a new technology, uh, you know, driven, driven by things that didn't really exist when you yeah. started, uh, yeah. in this case, maybe mobile messaging, uh, sort of the adoption of, of that and also FaceTime and, and zoom video. And, and you probably saw it coming, but how does it sort of integrate with our, our space. And when Paradox and Maya and Zor and, and all the ones that we talk about launched, HireVue had to look at that and go, oh, damn it. It's Fuck. just it's a matter of time before this starts to get into our space and it really starts to cause us some significant headaches. So uh, does, you know, to me, it's like the people who are using Paradox now know that it has video. So it's like, okay, do we need Higher View? Do we need that contract? So the question I had was now does Higher View go downstream and create some sort of a mobile experience, a chatbot kind of thing? They bought Alio. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So that that's there, right? So they've they've at least uh, they've they've put up defenses against what's going on. So that'll be that'll be interesting to watch. 
Um, I, you know, I think this commoditizes chat a little bit, maybe um, the move to sort of evolve into video. I don't know how much importance the texting, uh, the, the text based messaging will have as, you know, 10 years from now versus video. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk a lot about like every company as a platform is going to have to all have all these things. Like we joke about Tingai the robot. You know, Tingai eventually needs to be a chat bot at some point. Like there needs to be a full sort of array of of, of experience mm-hmm. with these things. So yeah, I when I first read this I was like, oh, Hireview is going to take a shit, um, and they they probably are. I also think from a standpoint of of talent, you know, Paradox has done a really good job over the last year of getting in people that know what they're doing. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of that is is starting to come to fruition, and they keep adding quality people onto the staff. So uh, Paradox is one to look out for, for sure. I think this is just the beginning of the features that will impress. Well, I think what we're looking at now is we're looking at a lightweight startups that aren't trying to create something from the ground up in mm-hmm. in totality, right? So and try to create their own quote unquote ecosystem. Rather, what they're doing is they're just, they're being the connector to make this whole process easier. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. hear about, you know, RPA and, and how just the process automation piece means so much. This is another example of that. And when you're looking at Higher view, they, they were on the frontier, let's say, of building mm-hmm. these things. Yeah. Um, how do they pivot and try to fight against some of these faster, more lightweight types of brands and, and platforms? Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's going to be different and hard. And, and trying to use Alio to prop up legacy technology is not going to be easy either. It uh, it disrupts everything, but it's it's fun to talk about on a podcast. Oh, yeah. Almost as fun as buy or sell. Yes. You ready to play a little buy or sell? I am. All right. First up, so first up on the chopping block is Wise Hire. That's Wise with a Z, kids. Uh, you can find out more at wisehire.com. So the Houston-based maker of a hiring solution for small businesses raised $7.5 million in a Series A announced this week. Uh, prior to institutional funding, Wise Hire bootstrapped to over 7,000 paying customers and $4.7 million in recurring revenue throughout 2020. Wise, Hire rec- Wise Hire's recruiting platform has been implemented across real estate, mortgage, and insurance industries with what they say is growing traction in the hospitality vertical. One thing that probably launched them into another stratosphere was that they partnered with lenders for the Paycheck Paycheck Protection Program, or PPP, mm-hmm. to make relief more accessible to local businesses. They also provide job description help, and they blast those postings all around the web for small businesses. Yeah. Buy or sell, wise hire. Yeah, I think they've already demonstrated that they're a buy. They, they, to be able to make the right types of partnerships, to be able to grow to 7,000 customers, I do think that the the system, you got to remember, SMBs are going from pencil and paper and Excel spreadsheets to now this mm-hmm. new tech. So they don't know what they don't know. Wise Hire has, has these hiring coaches that actually goes through. They have a chat that's there. So it's like a constant help and mm-hmm. a crutch that's there. 
there the entire time. Uh, so I, I think that's good to a, a degree. I would love to see more of an RPA kind of a system set in place for them moving down the road. But I mean, overall, these are great platforms. And if you make the right partnerships, you can see explosive growth. And these guys have already demonstrated they can do that. So it's a buy. Wow. So for me, it was a tough one, but I'm going to go sell on this one. I hate small businesses. Small businesses, <laughs> small businesses go out of businesses. Okay. Um, That's why you, you have, have a, a lot of them. You have, yeah. And you got to, you got to recycle this shit. You got a ton of churn. Uh, this business has people involved. So it's like heavy with handholding of these businesses. You got a ton of competition from all the way from Craigslist to uh, the the gig platform you know the gig economy to the the job cases of the world you know 7.5 is a drop in the bucket compared to what they're going to need to compete it's a nice little story it's a sweet you know a sweet deal so far and the the ppp thing was a good a good uh, a good snag for them uh, oh snag a job by the way they're they're a competitor as well so it's a nice little story but for me it's a sell next up on the chopping block is athena not Athena Carp, who's one of our favorites on the show, but this one can be seen at goathena.com, the Brooklyn, New York-based provider of sexual harassment prevention and corporate compliance training, raised an additional $2 million in funding. The startup had raised $2 million uh, previously in June. Clients include Netflix, Zoom, and Zendesk. They provide bite-sized, ongoing lessons for workers. They launched, geez, February 2020, so just yeah. a year old. They also have women co-founders. We always, you know, love that. I love this. They use comic book-like graphics to explain bad behavior, which people like me need. Keeping companies out of court with comic book graphics. Buy or sell, Chad. So first off, it's Athena with an E as opposed to an A like the goddess of war. Athena, um, Athena. Okay. Go Athena.com. Here's, here's the biggest key. Companies are spending billions with a B on DEI training. And now that Trump's dumbass is out of office and his EO is null and void, DEI training is back on. This platform feels like Netflix, TikTok, and DEI training had a baby. It's curated and updated content, short five minute videos and a nudge when you yep. need to get your training on. So yeah. companies are spending billions and humans are always looking for a quote unquote, check the box, silver bullet type of solution. And Athena gives them all of that in one package. This is a huge buy for me. It's an, it's an easy one for a company to, to plug into. Totally. So huge buy for me as well. I'll just sort of reiterate what you said. Like, you know, HR is is made to keep companies out of trouble, out of court, right? We had a recent background check discussion, uh, which was one of the best interviews yeah. in our short year so far. Jim Jones. You know, not only is it like a play to keep your company out of trouble, um, it's the right business at the right time. I love, love, love the way that they give bite-sized TikTok generational style uh, lessons for people, the comic book sort of animated series about like dating at work and having that uh, animated is freaking br brilliant. Love that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, to me, this is uh, look, a year old company, uh, second round already. Uh, this company is going to get gobbled up probably this year. And uh, the co-founders are going to be really wealthier than they are today. So big buy from me as well. Athena, 
Athena. Any applicant tracking system that's out there today should acquire this fucking company, plug it into their existing platform, and it's instant cash. Speaking of instant cash, this brings us to our third and final buy or sell of the week. This is Next Think. Did I say that right there? Guardian of Gotcha. I think so. Okay. So uh, founded in 2004. Geez, we were just in our teens back then. Uh, The Swiss (laughs) Switzerland-based Next Think announced a $180 million D round. That's US dollars, kids, by the way. Uh, This brings their total raise to $345 million. They announced a valuation of $1.1 billion, which gives them what kind of status, Chad? Unicorn, bitches. Unicorn status. All right. Next thing gives companies insight into employees' daily experiences with technology at the device level and gives a company the ability to collect and track employee sentiment and broadcast real-time communications. Next thing then collects activities and metrics such as performance issues, unused software, policy breaches, browser requests, and hundreds of other metrics and puts them in a nicely uh, a nice to read dashboard. Welcome to the big brother economy, everybody. Buy or sell, Chad. Employee experience is a thing now that we're like not in the office, which is weird because we all had an experience when we were in the office too. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's interesting how COVID has really changed everything. But it's important that, you know, we monitor and tap into signals without being all creepy and surveillancy. But <laughs> I, I think, I think this, this goes way too far because you're creating a platform where a platform really isn't needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, instead, we need lightweight connections for existing systems, which compile those signals and provides analytics. And this company is 700 people strong with mm-hmm. $345 million in funding. So it feels like a 2010 solution in 2021. Plus, again, it's creepy surveillancey, <laughs> and I'm going to sell this fucking thing. <laughs> All right, we're going to be on the opposite end of this one, too. This is a big buy for me. In a work-from-home world, companies are freaked out that their employees are doing God knows what, uh, which I think takes monitoring up to another level. Companies are going to want to know what the hell everybody's doing, what software. I mean, this is super creepy shit, but this is the world we live in. Uh, Companies want to know what you're doing, especially when you're working from home. This company is... In biz, has been in business for a long time. They've got a ton of money. You mentioned a ton of employees. Like companies don't just do that without a demand out there for their services. So for me, it's a big applause. It's a big they, applause. They better well, go IPO or somebody big buy them very quickly. Yeah, yeah, unicorn like a motherfucker, boys. Yeah. Uh, so let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll listen to our buddy, a word from our buddies at Jobvite, and we'll talk about the Super Bowl advertisements. You know, Steve, it feels like we keep getting pushed to hire more and better candidates with no more budget. Right. I wish there was a way to get better results from what we're doing. Actually, I heard in an episode of Chad and Cheese about this framework from Jobvite. Oh yeah, Evolve. It's a technology agnostic framework to help TA teams get better results from their recruiting efforts. And we don't even have to be a Jobvite customer to use it. I bet we would get better results if we orchestrated all of our efforts. You mean like a centralized process and all of our channels working together? For sure. Whether it's job boards, social, or even texting with candidates. Let's do that. Jobvite.com forward slash evolve. I'll send you the link. Cool. I'm going to finish watching this episode of Bridgerton. It's so meta. Still haven't seen Bridgerton. 
So meta. So meta. So I feel like this is the only part of the show I really wanted to talk about. So we're saving it for last. Super Bowl ads. Uh, thoughts? First question. How much money did Paramount pay? Because the Paramount Plus ads were all over the fucking place. So <laughs> I got to admit, I love the one. Uh, they said crack. Like there's a crack in the rock or something. Yeah. And Beavis Butthead just laughed and goes, she said crack. <laughs> she crack. Like, that, took, that took me back to being a 12 year old, uh, which doing yeah. this show also does. Of course. Um, yeah, dude. I don't, I mean the whole streaming uh, fatigue thing, like, I have ones like my wife has bought some. I don't even know we have like, I'll just be surfing <laughs> around and you know, we've got streaming shit. I didn't like the Britney streaming channel. Like, what is that? I'm kidding. We don't have that. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to get paramount. I didn't, we didn't get Peacock. I think, I think we're at our limit. How about you guys? Yeah, I, I don't see anything out there that we really need, not to mention a lot of what we have comes mm-hmm. free. So, I mean, Julie just bought an iPad, so we have Apple Plus for who knows how long. Mm-hmm. I've already extinguished all of the good content that's on that platform because it, they don't come up with that much that fast. They're not like a Netflix, right? They're not pumping out the content or yeah. HBO Max is fucking killing it too. So yeah. Yeah. I think those two platforms are really the ones to, to to try to beat at this point. So did you finally get to watch Greyhound? Yeah, thank God. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. Great yeah. movie. All right. Well, so we're not getting Paramount, so suck it. <laughs> what are the we gotta oh god, let's talk about Indeed. I don't think it's worth it. All right. So I have I have three comments about the Indeed ad, and they're all relevant because they weren't relevant before the Super Bowl. It was very evident that they brought a, a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> The Super Bowl at this point is if you don't have Springsteen, Drake, mega stars, cute babies or animal like talking animals or whatever, like you're just going to be lost in the shuffle. And the Indeed ad was lodged between a Jonas Brother ad and Drake from State Farm. That was hilarious. Yeah. So they were they were I think they were basically totally ignored. The other thing that was curious to me is that the ad was really focused to active job seekers. Yes. And the number one complaint we hear from Indeed users is that they have too many candidates, right? Yes. So to me they just exacerbated the problem, the biggest problem that they already have by appealing to an active job seeker, someone who's unemployed, right? So I get the I got the warm and uh, warm and fuzzy, but it felt like do these guys really know who their audience is of who's buying the product? And then the third thing, which is a little bit petty, but god damn it, how many words do you need to put in an ad? Like there's like 12 sentences, over 50 words. The words sort of combine with each other because the same words stay and then like words go in the middle. But I'm like, you know, if we know anything about the human race, less words is more. Yeah. Total meh. I thought it was total forgettable and it it was uh, it was a fail. Not worth the time. What was worth the time, though, was sexy Alexa. The new Alexa design I thought was hilarious. They're 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 touting this new Alexa design and they they <laughs> hardly even show the fucking design because the sales rep is uh, talking about the new design and she wanders over to a window mm-hmm. and she's sees on a bus uh, Michael B Jordan who's like a movie promotion on the side of a bus uh, she starts then fantasizing about Michael B Jordan Jordan mm-hmm. as her Alexa it is fucking hilarious the ad does little to promote the new design itself but overall it was funny it was mm-hmm. it was memorable and uh, I d- definitely got a got a chuckle out of it 
So my favorite part of that ad is the is the husband. Oh, oh yes, no, it is. Dude, it is. is hilarious. Lights and on, the, lights and on, the, and like the sexual innuendo when he's like, "Babe, it's it's wet enough out here as it is because yeah. this the, the, yeah, the sprinklers, yeah, the, the sprinklers are on." And yeah. then it's like, "No, turn the lights on, turn the lights back on." <laughs> uh, so that shit, that shit was definitely funny. What were some other ones that that caught your attention? It wasn't me, Shaggy in the in Cheetos. I mean, yeah. that was hilarious. I mean, uh, you know, Ashton Kutcher and, and his wife. Uh, is it Mila Kunis? Mila, that's it. Uh, yeah. She was stealing. I can pronounce Cheetos. that correctly. She was saying, "Wasn't wasn't me?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was funny. And then the M and M's. The funniest part about the M and M's: people are giving M and M's to people that they're apologizing to. They're saying, "I'm sorry," and they're giving them a bag of M and M's. Well, this yeah. lady gives another lady a bag of M and M's and says, "I'm." sorry i called you karen the, the lady says my name is karen she gives her another bag of m&ms a second yeah. bag of m&ms and says i'm sorry your name is karen yeah yeah enjoyed all as well I'll, I'll throw in the drake from state farm i that thought was it was great, great. they brought great. back the cheesehead guy from the yeah. rogers commercial which i thought yeah. was great yeah. um the will ferrell i liked uh with uh, aquafina norway. and yeah. yeah we hate on norway that was great and then the lemons i really enjoyed where they were like the or, or the lemons uh, seltzer from bud light i think yeah. and it was like oh the whole year's been a lemon and then like lemons fall from the sky and, and destroy everything uber eats was sort of a bit off I got a lot of criticism. Tone deaf right there is what that was. Yeah. While we're getting 30% from these small businesses and killing them, please keep using Uber Eats. My my big wins, though, were from two companies, and they're both car companies, and they didn't Mm -hmm. show any product whatsoever. So the first one was Ford Finish Strong, where they're asking Americans to to finish this COVID thing strong while showing people wearing masks, essential workers, sanitizing air areas, medical workers, uh, you know, patients, all those things. And they're just saying, hey, guys, and it is almost like this. Can we just focus, be disciplined and let's finish strong together because it's the best for all of us. And and buy a Bronco while you're at it. That was a good one. Yeah, that was good. And that's and again, we're talking about really selling brand over product at that point. And then Toyota had one that was entitled Upstream. Yeah. And sure. that to me was the best ad of the Super Bowl. The ad starts out with a woman swimming in the background and then you hear a, a telephone call mm-hmm. uh, and the call is taken and says, you know, the, hey, this is Mrs. Long. We have an adoption, you know, prospect of, of a little girl who's in Serbia with a condition and her legs will probably need to be amputated, which means her life won't be easy. And it's kind of like asking this question, do you still want this little girl? Yeah. And then the mom says, it might not be easy, but It'll be amazing, and I can't wait to meet her. And wow, this turns out to be the 13-time Paralympic gold medalist Jessica Long. And if you Mm -hmm. don't watch this as a parent and, like, get all choked up and I'm crying, I'm not crying, you're crying, then something's wrong with you. I promised myself I wouldn't cry. Oh, my God. So so getting stars can backfire. Uh, and you shared a, a story from the Jeep ad, which was was fairly powerful. In yeah. The middle. What happened there? Yeah. Bruce got Bruce, a little loose, I guess. Bruce uh, 
yeah, Bruce, much like uh, Tom Brady, got a little, got a little, you know, liquored up. <laughs> a little, little avocado tequila, I <laughs> got think. A little, got a little liquored up. The problem was, the problem was Bruce got in a car and he drove and he got caught. So yeah. Bruce got a DUI and then Jeep yanked. Yeah, they yanked their commercial out of rotation, which is a lot of fucking money that uh, is going to sit on the on the shelf. Oddly enough, the uh, the top rated in terms of engagement ad was the uh, the John Cena Mountain Dew, uh, where really? the, the the lemons or the bottles come out of the car, and they're like, "Hey, if you tweet the number of bottles that came out of the car, you can win a million dollars." So engagement on that was 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 off the charts. That kind of surprised me because I thought it sucked. Uh, and I would be remiss if I didn't add. I'm sure you saw the S before uh super bowl sunday yeah so they had the 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 cbs pregame crew oh yeah and then they, and then they had ads so one of them was yeah. yep. was uh, and it reminded me of the oreo ad the, we've been coming together it was like a really emotional ad and then it was like brought to you by cheez-its yeah. <laughs> so they just threw it at cheez-its and then the second one was was better it was like it was a Papa John's uh, play on the QAnon thing. And they had like uh-huh. Papa John's better pizza, you know, better ingredients, Papa John's, whatever. And no sex trafficking in the basement. And then it was like, get your coupon. It was a Q, letter Q like QAnon and yeah. then pawn at papajohns.com today. So I those were fucking great, too. In a creepy kind of way. Yes. Which SNL is very good at. Yes. Yes. And that's all the commentary I have for the Super Bowl ads. Anxiously waiting next year's Super Bowl, where maybe there will be 100% seated fans in the stadium. Let's hope. But until then, Chad. Until then, you be safe on your trip. I don't know how sexy it's going to be, but you be safe. Well, this is this is our this is our out music for uh, Valentine's Day the weekend. Are you doing anything fun with Julie? Uh, yes, nothing I can talk about. Oh yeah. <laughs> And with that, another show in the books. We out. out. Thank you for listening to, what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one cheddar blue nacho pepper jack swiss so many cheeses and not one word so weird anywho be sure to subscribe today on itunes spotify google play or wherever you listen to your podcasts that way you won't miss an episode and while you're at it visit www.chatcheese.com Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.